Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and helping us thereby to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We encourage you all the time to share these short studies through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means with everybody you can. Help people you know get into God's Word and grow in their faith. Help them by sharing these studies with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody come closer to God. You may help somebody turn their life around and even get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but also for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're getting back into our line of thought and study, talking about a real problem, a heart problem, that is called laziness. It is on the growth in our nation today. It is growing habitually. Laziness is becoming more and more pronounced. We see it all around us. Now, a lot of people will make excuses for it. They'll try to explain it away in some way or another. And a whole lot of lazy people, just, I mean, perpetually, purposefully lazy people will try to tell you they're not lazy. They're just a victim of one kind or another. Or, you know, they, you say, hey, there's, there's jobs over here. You're physically able to go get a job. Well, I, I, I can't do that, I'm, you know, or I don't want to flip burgers for a living. Well, yeah, but you're rather, you're better off, you think? You'd rather just, you know, ask for handouts? I used to tell people many years ago when I was preaching in an area that was in something of a of a financial recession or an economic recession because of the nature of the industry of that area that was prevalent. I'd, and and so I would deal with fellows who had lost their job. They'd tried to get a job. They couldn't find one, but they were really trying. They really wanted. And, and I'd try to, to get across to them and to their spouses, their wives. I'd say, you know, he needs to get a job. He needs to get a job, even if it's just, you know, selling shoes or flipping burgers or whatever it might be, because a man is wired such that working for a living, supporting his family by working a job, that's part of, that gives him a sense of integrity, a sense of self-worth. Unfortunately, now, I'm afraid that our culture has contributed so extensively to promoting laziness in people that that sense of integrity, that sense of self-worth that is coupled with, connected with, working a job every day has, well, it's just kind of disintegrated to a great extent. And that is, well, it is disastrous for our nation. I hope you can understand that culturally. It is disastrous for our nation. You see, ultimately, the the pool of workers who are industrious and who do want to work for a living and do want to be productive, as more and more people become lazy within the culture, there are fewer and fewer people then 
who are left to support their laziness. And eventually, it becomes an imploding kind of situation or scenario. While our government, while our culture, while our society wants to be compassionate and benevolent, we have to adjust when we, and to the point where we recognize we cannot continually support people who don't want to support themselves. Not talking about people who cannot because of physical or mental incapacity. We're talking about people who simply don't want to support themselves. They don't want to get a job and hold a job regularly and do the work. They just want somebody else to give them the handout. That enables them to continue in that self-destructive lifestyle. And it also contributes to the weakening of the society and the culture and the nation as a whole. Now, those may sound like harsh words, but they're not. They're words of reality, and they're words of truth and common sense. And we need to come to our senses in this nation today. We need to come to our senses as a people. And sometimes the most loving thing that can be done for people who are down and out through their own laziness is to lovingly let them know you will no longer support them in their laziness. You will no longer have a part in enabling them to continue to be lazy. True compassion is not served by endlessly supporting people who refuse to help themselves while at the same time expecting others to help them. In some cases, even seeing receiving that help as a right that they deserve. And that's where a whole lot of people in our country are today. They think they deserve to be taken care of when they refuse to take care of themselves. Well, as I said, as we closed last time, laziness is condemned throughout Scripture. Notice in Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 26, look at this. <laughs> you talk about this imagery here. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy man to those who send him. Now, what is vinegar to the teeth? When you, you're not expecting something to have vinegar in it, some kind of food, you put it in your mouth, whoo, catches your attention right away, doesn't it? And if you've ever been around somebody who is smoking and the smoke keeps getting into your eyes, what, what is vinegar? What is smoke in those scenarios? Well, they are irritants, aren't they? And so as vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy man to those who send him. How frustrating it is for an employer to hire a person thinking he's going to do the job, but turning out that he's a lazy person and the employer has to continually get after him to, get at, to, to do his job. A lazy person, if he works at all, will always have to work for somebody else because he's not industrious enough to be an employer to others. The hand of the diligent will rule but the lazy man will be put to forced labor, Proverbs 12 and verse 24. There's the principle again. A lazy person isn't going to start his own business, isn't going to become an entrepreneur, isn't going to get to the point, position where he could hire others. 
he's going to have to always work for somebody else. A pathetic image is portrayed of a man who is too lazy to even cook the game that he has taken in hunting. Proverbs 12 and verse 27, the lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, but diligence is man's precious possession. Now, think about, he goes out and he hunts game for food. I have a brother who used to do that on a regular basis, probably almost every day, because he was in the military at that time and he wasn't making much money. And so to provide food for himself and his wife on a regular basis, he'd go out rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting. And uh, he told me at one time he didn't miss very many shots. But now can you imagine somebody who they go out, they, they hunt, they get some game, they bring it home, and then it just, let, it just spoils because they're too lazy to cook it, too lazy to prepare it. A person who is perpetually lazy will ultimately be faced with the reality of hunger due to his own laziness. Proverbs 19 and verse 15 says, Laziness casts one into a deep sleep, and an idle person will suffer hunger. You see, that's a result of laziness. Hunger. Because you're too lazy to get a job, too lazy to do the work, too lazy to earn the income. If he has a field in which to plant a crop, to feed himself and his family, it does him no good because he's too lazy to plow the field. He's too lazy to plant the seed. Keeps putting it off, making excuses. And he can always find an excuse to put it off. Proverbs 20 and verse 4 says, the lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will beg during harvest and have nothing. Now, why will he not plow during winter? Uh, conditions aren't right. Weather's not right to plow, to plow, to plant. So, so he never gets it done. And then come harvest time, he's got no, no harvest. And so he has to beg for food. How vivid is the imagery of a person who is too lazy even to feed himself? Proverbs 19 and verse 24 says, a lazy man buries his hand in the bowl and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Can you imagine the reality of that imagery? My, my. Often, lazy people entertain grandiose dreams of what they want to possess and accomplish in life. Oh, magnificent dreams, but they're only dreams. They're empty wishes. They're wild desires that have no basis for fulfillment because they never become motivated to do the work necessary to make those dreams become reality. In Proverbs 13 and verse 4, we read this. The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing. Why? Because he's too lazy. But the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. You see, what produces a, a, a successful person? <laughs> they did the job. They got after it. But how many lazy people, they look, they look down upon somebody who's been successful because they don't have it themselves, but why don't they have it? Why is the other one successful? The one is successful because he did the job. He did what was necessary, put in the work. They don't have because... They were too lazy to do what needed to be done to become successful themselves. 
And then Proverbs 21, verses 25 and 26. The desire of the lazy man kills him, for his hands refuse to labor. He covets greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not spare. Hmm. Blame somebody else for their success because you don't have. Well, you don't have because you did not do the work. They've been successful because they did the work. Indeed, the lazy person's own laziness becomes an impediment, an obstacle to accomplishing his desires. Proverbs 15 and verse 19, the way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns, but the way of the upright is a highway. Again, Proverbs 15 and verse 19. You see, the scriptures are direct and emphatic about the ungodly lifestyle of habitual, perpetual laziness by choice. We'll go a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to never be lazy in an unproductive way, Father, and help us to be examples of people who do the work to get ahead, to be successful, but ultimately to give you glory. Help people see their need to not be lazy, but to work for a living, and that you will bless their hard work as a result. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.